Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world, wide web, OMG. Listen, we are so excited for all of those that are tuning in, those that are coming in from Twitter, those that are coming in from Instagram, those that are coming in from Facebook, of course, Charvette.com, iTunes, and my mobile app listeners. We are so excited to have you joining us for this special segment. And so you know, I like to feature and spotlight authors, uh, and we have a special guest with us today. So listen, this is what I want you to do. Jump on all of your social media and tell them what you're listening to. Send them over to Charvette.com. Give them the number. Give them a link. Whatever you got to do. Send up a small signal and say you need to listen in to this show. In particular, if you are in any type of leadership role, uh, certainly ministry, pastoring, but any type of leadership role, this is the show for you. So we're going to jump right on in. My special guest is hanging out with me in the virtual uh, green room coming up to the mic right now. Bishop Oren K. Pulling Sr. is the founder, senior pastor, and chief prelate of United Nations Church International and United Nations Church International Fellowship. Under his leadership, United Nations Church uh, International has expanded. There are churches in Jamaica, New York, Richmond, Virginia, oh my goodness, Atlanta, Georgia, Charlotte, North Carolina, Uganda, Africa, and certainly uh, over 20 years uh, leadership and pastoring. He can talk to us about leadership, and we're here to hear all about his brand new book. Coming up to the mic right now, Bishop R.N.K. Pulling Sr., welcome to the show. Thank you, Chavez. God bless you. I'm excited to be on the show with you today. We appreciate this opportunity to share on such a great um, broadcasting show where you do a lot of positive things and a lot of positive broadcasting for the body of Christ and those that listen in your viewing audience, uh, well, listening audience, rather. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chavez. Amen. Thank you. And I received that prophetic word. Viewing audience. Viewing, Listen. Amen. I know when words drop, I grab them. I grab them. Yes. (laughs) So certainly you have a full plate um, ministry. Your lovely wife, Dr. Medina Pullings. Uh, Shout out to her. A friend of the show, been on the show before. Children, all of that. How did you have time to even sit down and write a book? (laughs) Well, you know... um, (laughs) I actually been working on this book since uh, 2013, so it hasn't been a short. Um, it it wasn't a short period of time. I mean, at times when God would drop to me exactly what He wanted in the book and and what He wanted me to highlight, uh, different things He wanted me to share with uh, leaders. Uh, I just kind of took my time, and then I got a full release by the time the end of 2016 came, and so I just kind of worked really hard at uh, getting all my notes together, getting all my uh, insight together, all my background together, and and here here it is today. The League of Seven Deadly Venoms, you know, is available wow. at the League of Seven Deadly Venoms dot com, and um, it, it's it's a, it's a powerful book because um, 
this book really highlights the stuff that leaders deal with and the things that we go through. So not only do I get on the, the people that follow leaders, I get on the leaders mm-hmm. that allow people to follow them the wrong way as well. So, oh, you know, wow. um, it, it's, it's a balance book. It's not just uh, the, the pastor and the leader gets attacked this way, but sometimes we get caught up into our own pride and our own egos <laughs> and our own issues. And, yes. um, if we're, and if we're not correctly healed, will damage those that follow us. So this is a really a book of healing and, and uh, a book of um, deliverance for both sides and understanding both sides, you know, because uh, what a leader wow. doesn't correct in his inner circle, who he doesn't correct or, or hold accountable in his inner circle, eventually that person will be that leader's side effect. So sometimes people are nice to the leader, but they mean everyone else. And and the leader doesn't address it because the person, as long as they don't disrespect me, as long as they don't, right. uh, you know, sit at my face, it's okay. But if the leader doesn't address it with the smallest person, eventually one day that same bite is going to bite the leader where he don't want to get bit at. <laughs> and so leaders got to learn to be fair and balanced, you know. You got to learn to be fair and balanced and, and, and just yeah. and, and, and deal, deal not on emotion but deal with the principle. The principle is this is right and this is wrong. And when you stay that way and keep your personal feelings and your personal likes for someone and I like this one better than that one or this one treats me better, this one is nicer, this one's not so nice, you know, you got to be straight across the board balanced. And if you're not, you're going to get caught up into one of these stems, you know, that will eventually um, take you out. <laughs> You know? Wow. And uh, yeah. Balance, balance. And you know, pe- there's so many uh, people talking about leadership and so many leadership books. And are leaders born or are they made? What, what's your take on that? Are leaders born or are they are they made? I think I think leaders are, are creating calls. Um, God told mm-hmm. Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter one, before I formed you in the belly, I knew thee, I ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nation. And so before he was born, he was born with an agenda. There are some people that are born with purpose and destiny. And everyone has a certain purpose and destiny, some larger scale, uh, some some smaller scale. But everyone's got a purpose and a call that they have before they're even born. And uh, the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. You know, and yeah. uh, you could be called to you could be called to mentor that next great leader. You, you follow my mom and dad. And, yeah. And, and my aunts and uncles that babysit me and raised me and taught me to think different things about God. You know, all that is impactful to uh, a major goal that God has. You know, Jesus was born, but there was Mary and Joseph. Don't forget about them. They were called yeah. to, to, what, to, to birth out and, and, and bear and protect this, this baby Jesus, you know. So um, everyone has their assignment in life, but I believe that leaders are called. And I say this all the time. I was not hired to it. I was called to it. And it's a difference between mm. being hired and called. When you're hired, then you can be fired by people. When you're called, there's nobody that can fire you except God. You know, and, and those that are called engage a little differently than those that are hired. You beat to the tune of God's drum and, and, and God's beat and God's movement and what God says be obedient to his voice when you're called to you know pastoral leadership for example you know um yes don't speak this way don't 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 speak these kind of messages you know stay within this guideline that's not the way the culture of the church we want you know forget about the modern day culture 
You know, what is what is God saying? And that's when leaders got to realize that when God calls you to do something, um, you got to speak what God tells you to speak and say what God tells you to say and go where God tells you to go and do what God tells you to do. And there's many things that leaders got to be aware of. You know, leaders got to pay close attention to other people's yeah. track records from other places. So you can't leave somewhere wrong They come to me and think it's right. There's a certain way you, you want to do any leader, especially when you're transferring places. You know, you can't leave a person's ministry bad and then come to my ministry right. And you haven't, right. you know, you haven't, and then me not be alert, alert or alarmed about your character. You know, because um, I pastored uh, myself uh, four churches in three major cities in 20 years. And listen, I found out that no matter where you are located, um, some of the same spirits will follow you. You oh, know, yes. um, you cannot run from a, a test or run from a, 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 a spirit that God wants you to conquer just because you move locations. Locations, you know, I used to call certain spirits people. But, but but I had to realize that it was a spirit because it was a different person, <laughs> a different place, different time, different uh-huh. season, and here it is the same characteristics of a person I once knew back when I first started, you know? So so in my book, yeah. I'm able to, you know, uh, expose certain spirits, um, uh, spirits that, that go against authority and buck up against leadership and that don't submit to leadership. You know, the spirit of Miriam and, and Aaron. You know, that spirit that yeah. says, I know as much as you, I'm as smart as you, God uses me too, God speaks to me too, I don't need you to, to, to speak to me, you know, God speaks to me too, you know, but God had to deal with them and tell them that, yeah, but when it comes to Moses, I speak to him face to face. So God is saying to leaders, I got a special connection with you, you know, I, I deal with you differently, I, I give you the entire assignment for the entire program, you know, um, and any person that's you know, that has a vision, uh, make sure your vision, if you're under the visionary, is in line with their vision. Yeah. Because if you don't, because you're not in line with their vision, you'll cause the vision. So make sure your A vision mm. is in line with the vision so you don't cause the vision. And sometimes when you've got another vision of people that have, have other agendas that are under you, that are following you, they're motivated by their agenda and not by the ultimate goal of the entire corporation, the entire body. So this this book is not just for pastors and leaders, but for managers, supervisors, uh, office, yes. uh, uh, politicians, um, it, entertainers. I mean, all across the board, you're going to find that there's a certain level of attack that leaders get just because we bear the power of leadership. Leadership is attractive. Sometimes people don't want us because we're good looking. Sometimes they want us because we hold authority. So the spirit mm-hmm. that came upon Potiphar's wife, which is a no name woman in the Bible, but just Potiphar's wife, was the Bible says once all these things were given to Joseph, once all these authorities were given to him, then she set her eyes on him. But it wasn't until authority was released to him to where he became attractive. <laughs> and and of course what did she do? She said, hey, Joseph, hey, Joseph, come lie with me. But Joseph's integrity was uh-huh. so strong that Joseph said, hey, I can't sin against the guy I'm working for, Potiphar, 
And most of all, I can't sin against my God. And so you've got to have a level of integrity that God is your ultimate um, uh, source of rebuke and the person that you're more concerned of offending than anybody else. Because you don't want to offend God. You want to offend your brother. You want to offend, you know, anyone else. So, you know, I bring out uh, things that um, uh, that really attack leaders and that leaders got to be careful with. Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, it's a spirit mm-hmm. of Nebuchadnezzar that I talk about. Um, one day the people said, hey, Nebuchadnezzar, he speaks as a god. And Nebuchadnezzar never told them, uh, well, well, actually, it's not really Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, I would draw that statement. Actually, it's King Herod in the book of Acts. Excuse me. <laughs> King Herod. No say, he speaks like a god. He, he, he talks like a, a god. And, and Herod the king never told him to say that. But he never stopped him from saying it. Some people, mm. because they want an image rather than a god, the leader becomes the image. And they cleave sometimes wow. to the image, which is never the source of, of, uh, of the complete wholeness and complete healing of a person. It's just the attraction that, that says, now that you're looking at me, now follow Jesus. And Herod the king never stopped the people from giving him that level of honor and praise. So sometimes we got to be careful. We don't need we don't need thirty five adjutants carrying our bags. Oh my Twenty-five goodness. people getting a drink for us. You know, some of that stuff is is pride. And so yeah, you got to be careful. It, it also keeps Nebuchadnezzar. I mentioned it earlier, but that was the thing that caused him to fall because of his pride. You know, so leaders have to be careful because the spirit of pride uh, is something that's very careful uh, that you have to be very careful with because if you don't. Be careful with pride. Pride will ultimately destroy your entire operation. And I've seen it done so many times. Chavez. Wow. wow. Bishop Orrin K. Pulling Senior listeners, y'all just got like a leadership conference and it's a, a 12-minute segment. <laughs> we are 12. not even done. So you can <laughs> you can see you just you just did like a leadership conference. Um listeners, so you can see definitely you need to pick up The Leaders Seven Deadly Venom. Uh tell them where they can get a hold of it. Um, you, you can visit the website at www.theleader7deadlyvenoms.com. Also, unitednationschurch.org website. Um, Google it. It's out there. And um, there's places you can pick that book up at. Um, some stores around the country have it. And um, you can um, pick this book up. But you have to understand that when it comes to leadership, one of the, the, the biggest things about leaders is when leaders get hurt, Here's, here's where I, I want to get involved with the venom for a little bit because venom, it, venom is released because of people that did not have their agendas fulfilled and their motives satisfied. And sometimes the people don't get their agendas fulfilled and don't get what they're looking for. Um, they don't get the results that they're looking for. Sometimes they point the finger at the leader. Well, I gave my ties, I gave my offering, and this hasn't happened. I haven't got my house yet. I haven't got this car yet. I didn't get my husband yet. I didn't get this yet. So fingers playing the leader because, like, you know, in any football team, the first person that's got to go once the team starts doing bad, trust me, it's going to be the coach, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Because he, cause he's responsible <laughs> for the players. You know, he's responsible for, you know, making sure that he makes the right plays to win the game. And so leaders have to be careful that this backlash 
and that's why I call I call it backlash. The venom backlash will come if someone is not completely fulfilled in their own personal life. So sometimes the leader gets the repercussions of the unfulfilled life that had great expectations in God. It should have been in God, but the leader is the only one tangible to vent out their frustration. Someone said to me just the other day, Pastor, I was mad at God. I want to tell you, sometimes oh, wow. when people say they're mad at some people say sometimes when people say they're mad at God, the only tangible person they can get back at is the leader. <laughs> so they're not right. really mad at God because because really they're mad at you because you're the representative. If I'm mad at China, and and the ambassador of China is in America, I'm gonna be mad at the ambassador because right. he represents his government. We're representing the kingdom government. And so automatically, <laughs> we're the, the bullseye, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, uh, 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 of the backlash, of the repercussion, uh, of, uh, of the hatred. But leaders have to learn. Yeah. When you get hurt, you must reset. You must put yourself in a position that you can trust again, love again, mm. commit again, be open your heart again. And then you make it hurt again. You got to still reset. You can never hold the bitterness and the pain of a past affliction from another person against the new relationship. You got to start fresh. Sometimes you got to start fresh once a year. Sometimes you got to start fresh in six months. Leaders have to be renewed daily, refreshed. And God himself is able to give you the capacity to forgive, let it go, and move on and begin again. And if leaders can't begin Amen. again, they will stay stuck with the past offense and never move to the next place and never be able to move people to their next place. So if we don't reset, My goodness. Yes. If we don't reset, we'll, we'll never be able to lead good. Amen, Trevor. And I wonder if people that are running towards leadership and, and, and eager to pastor and eager to lead, if they really sat down and looked at all the whole you're giving a very well rounded view of leadership. It's not just the you know, the adjutants and the juice and all of that. I wonder if mm-hmm. people that are eager and running towards leadership would pause for a moment and and look at these seven steps and, and really get a grounded view of leadership. Yeah, well they will definitely get a, a grander view, a broader view of leadership because um most people don't realize that the reason why John the Baptist was beheaded and killed was because John the Baptist took a righteous stance against Herod and his and his his brothers Herod the king's ex-wife, well, his brother's wife, former wife Herodias. He rebuked them for getting together uh, after she was with his brother, and Herod the king and Herodias, Herodias more so, never forgave John the Baptist for that rebuke. Salome, Herodias daughter, dances one day before King Herod. And King, the king says, mm-hmm. I love the way you dance. He says, actually, whatever you want, and I'll do whatever you want. Herodias told her daughter, ask for the head of John the Baptist. Of course, John the Baptist is taken out, and, and he's taken out because, because he, he stood for righteousness. And, and sometimes when le- in leadership, you got to know that um, people will try to take you out because you're the only one that will tell the truth. 
you can't be caught up into the hype of people and into the oh the the, the swag of a person that you can't give them truth. So leaders that that promote truth that speak truth, you better be prepared to know that backlash will come. But here's the good thing: I told Jeremiah that they may come against you, but I am with you to deliver you. He said, Jeremiah, this day, Jeremiah chapter one for your scripture reference. Um, this day I made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall. That means they will try to get you, but I built a fort around you. They will try to get you to be and be, flex- to be flexible to the new culture or, or, or the new way that they feel that righteousness should be. Because, you know, we're living in a time in the 21st century where, where the, the new hate speech is truth. You speak truth to somebody today, it's the new hate speech. So in this ever-changing world where we're more permissive now, we're more tolerant now to unrighteousness and ungodliness, God needs leaders that are willing to stand up to, to uphold God's bloodstained banner and, and, and not compromise to the culture that the enemy has set through Congress, through laws, through policies, through government. Um, there are many times government screwed up policies that were not like God. So this is not a new thing that we face in right. the 21st century. Governments have always twisted up things. I mean, look at, look at the king telling uh, the Hebrew boys and, and the people in that time that they couldn't worship uh, any God. And if they did, they would be put in the fiery furnace. They were willing to go in the furnace. But when they got in the furnace, Lord had mercy. Hallelujah. My God. God yes, took the heat out of the fire. And they were not consumed. <laughs> so this is so, so this is not the big leaders afraid. Uh, Daniel prayed when the king made the decree. These are these are national laws that were put in place to offend and to um, to dumb down and quiet down believers. That but listen, Daniel. Daniel got in his regular position and prayed. Ended up in the lion's den. <laughs> and here's what we're afraid of. We're afraid to go in. The lion's mm. den. We're afraid to go in the furnace. But I want to tell every leader today, the 21st century, let them put you there. Let them sell you out. Let them let them call you out. Let them let them put you out there to embarrass you. Don't worry about it. I'm telling you, God is with you to protect you. And the last thing He said to Jeremiah, I made you. He said three things. I made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, inflexible, unyielding. And I made you a bronze wall, brazen wall. Uh, a bronze wall is made out of two metals, copper and tin. Copper is a metal that's corrosion resistant. Corrosion resistant. So no matter how much water mm. goes through a copper pipe, the copper pipe won't be corrupted or corroded by the water. So I want to tell you, so no matter how many storms hit the, the leader's life, no matter how much bad weather we have, how many inclement uh, storms we got to go through, God said, I won't cause you to be corroded and corrupted by what has impact and devastated your life. You're already devastated, Amen. but God said, I will still give you the ability to, to be weatherproof. I waterproof you. I'll safeguard you. I'll put a special coating on you to make you not be contaminated to your environment. And you'll come out of nasty situations and still love people. Glory to God. Come oh, out of nasty God. situations yes. and still trust people. Come out of nasty situations wow. and still be able to impact people's lives and push them in positive directions because God is going to give you positive power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
www.theleaders7deadlyvenom.com www.theleaders7deadlyvenom.com This is a book that's going to teach you how to conquer 21st century opposition. A new culture. we got to be fully armed yes. and be aware of the new strategic plans of the enemy. This book will empower every leader to be prepared to fight back. <laughs> to, 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 to cower Amen. back. Amen. <laughs> yes, Amen. Ma'am. And that's leaders in ministry, leaders in corporate America, leaders in business. This is all. This includes all of us. Uh, and so listeners, Absolutely. pick it up. Certainly I have uh, tagged Bishop on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So those are great connection points there to continue following uh, his ministry and also be able to click links and all of that good stuff. The goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And Bishop Warren K. Pullen Sr., we want to know what continues to motivate you. Um, you know, the thing that continues to motivate me is a life of prayer. Prayer and communication with God. Listening to his word. I mean, I, I receive God's word on a regular basis, daily basis, three, four times in a day, praying mm-hmm. and having direct communication with God. I, I, the Lord gave me something at the end of 2017. He told me that every successful move, every person that's walking in success in 2017, they're going to do it by the way of a prayer life. 2017 prayer life has to be one of our greatest priorities. Actually, our church in Richmond is praying uh, a shut-in once a month for the whole year of 2017. We're in from Amen. midnight to 7 a.m. in the morning. And there's one time, our first prayer, we stayed in the entire 12 hours, from 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. We stayed in prayer, fasting and praying and seeking God all night long. And those are things that, things that keep me inspired, his word, his anointing, his presence. And, you know, my family, of course, that's in the natural. My children, my, my yeah. wife, and, 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 and those are things that keep me motivated. And then on the ministry side, seeing people's lives change, that motivates me, that energizes me. When someone comes to me and says, Pastor, um, I, I was living this kind of life and I was involved with this, but through the word and through the messages and through my commitment to Jesus Christ, I've turned my life around, and, and now I'm walking complete victory. Those things motivate me. Amen. Results. Results. Yes. Results. That yes. motivates me. <laughs> Praise God. I want to see results. Amen. We want to see results. We want to see results. Amen. Well, thank yeah. you so much, Bishop. The time flew by, but you poured into our listeners. And Is that how we over? just wish it. Yeah, I know. We're over already. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay, wow. Okay, yeah. We are conscious that your thank time you. is precious, and so we thank, thank you, you so much for stopping by the show. Thank you so much, Shabe. I appreciate it. I'll be glad to come by anytime. www.theleadersevendeadlyvisions.com. Thank you so much, Shabe. God bless you, and God bless Amen. all the listeners that are listening today. Amen. Amen. You. Thank you so much. All right, listeners, we're going to take a, a quick commercial break, and then we're going to be back and wrap things up. Don't you move. It's the Charvet Mitchell Radio Show. Charvet will be back after this. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? 
Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. Spiritual Food for Thought, 31 Inspirational Quotes to Jumpstart Your Day by LaTanya Boyd consists of inspirational messages that offer daily words of empowerment, promote spiritual growth, and development in the Lord Jesus Christ for your day-to-day living. Spiritual Food for Thought, 31 Inspirational Quotes to Jumpstart Your Day, available now on Kindle, ebook, and paperback. Log on to www.letiboy.com. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right. Thank you so much for all of those that tuned in and listened today for our segment. As always, you can check me out at Charvette.com. Download my mobile app. It's free in all of your mobile app uh, stores. And check out um, all of our upcoming shows and our past shows. If you, um, you know, miss the show, you could go back and check it out. You could go back and catch up. Uh, and so until we meet again, we're wishing you peace and love and joy. Bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you have been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Connect with her at Charvette.com. And until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. The Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Signing off.